Strap in, hang tight, and enjoy the ride in one, two, three, four. <laughs> Ready to roll. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Podcast Ration. Ooh, start off with a burp. That's yeah, a one. get it out of the system. Yeah, oh, there'll be more for that. Com- yeah, I'm, I'm more sure. of that. I'm coming. sure. High yeah. BPM burps per minute. Burps per minute. Uh, yeah. So, what are we gonna start with? Here's what I want to bring up because I feel like this is an important thing that we've never talked about. I like it. Are you a wing ding guy or a whole wing guy? I'm pretty sure we talked about this before already. Oh, yeah? We I don't did. remember it. I don't know, on a podcast. Hey, fuck it. We'll do it I don't, again. Yeah, okay. This I'm might be a, a, a rerun. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a full wing guy. I like I a like ding. The, see, I'd prefer, if I'm a choice of 10 wing dings or 10 full wings, I want the full wing. Oh, yeah. But what about, tw- okay, so like 20 wing dings or 10 full wings? Yeah, I would yeah. rather have 20 wing and dings. Usually that's kind of the case, isn't it? Like, Why you, would I do that work? Yeah. Why would I do the work if they're willing to do it for me? I'm going to so tear them into is, dings anyhow. Why? Like, what? Is wing dings is more skin? Is it like no, it just saves it. This is going to go from that question to another lead-up question. Well, what are you? So you're wingdings. I'm. A, I would rather have a wingding. Okay. Because I feel like, although I also I do the like full wing. I think the third wing, just that more. third little section of like it's just skin and like a little bit of bone. That's a good thing to have. You can pick it off when you're drunk. Yeah, it's like, a good like. The there's a little bit of like part. nibbly skin. You can get like your. You only can get like two teeth in there to like get all yeah. the meat off between the little like membrane. Yeah. Ah. Uh, but the next question was going to be, do you like the like the mini leg or like the flat side of a wing? When it comes down to like the oh, two sections um, of wing, the that's a hard one. Hard. I question. know it's a hard question. For some, is it just me or is it like is the the flat side like the meat slightly more tender? I always think that like some. some I don't know. I I don't want to. Per, I don't want to like. I, I like persuade the, you in I, a I like direction because I guess the wing root. I guess like that would be the yeah. like the inside of like yeah. the, the the closest part of the wing connected to body. You know what? I like that part of it. That's the more that's why I like the bigger one. I mean, it literally it's like a drumstick. Like you like you would rather have the drumstick. Yeah, if I had to, if I mean if you had a gun to my head. Yeah. It seems like you do get more skin on the like the like you said the skin's the best part too. So you you pick more skin off that middle section and it's like like whatever the, whatever flavor of wing you get, you get more of that flavor there it seems like, but I am definitely. Day, I'm a flat guy. The, the wing root is what fills you up. I feel like so. nobody's ever called it the wing root. Yeah, well, I'm calling it now. That's not a bad name. They call that on airplanes, like the wing root. So I would I think it's a shoulder. A wing of a bird would be the same reference. I'd rather. I, I feel like if a if a chicken wing was a was like an arm, which the shoulder kind of would, is really like. Yeah, he has a chicken's arm. Because it's I, three. For it's not. You know, their hand is like the tip of the wing. Yeah, so the hand know. is the tip. The, what is like the, the flat um, would be like your forearm? For, yeah, forewing. I don't know. Forewing and aft wing. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Aft wing. It probably is the aft. You are you're an aft wing guy. <laughs> yeah, I got to think of an aft wing guy. I'm from Afghanistan. <laughs> okay, erase that. I'm gonna edit that joke out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should, I think you should keep it. Hey, you know what? I had this since we're talking about. Uh, here's a. I got this from a random book at work. Uh, it's called. Here's the thing about bacon. It's called. It's talking about bacon floss because that's a thing. Like it's. This is about bacon flavored items that you wouldn't think about. So like, 
how about this? I'll read them off and you say yay or nay. Would you say yay or nay to bacon floss? Because like, think if you just brush your teeth, would you really want bacon flavor like floss immediately? Yep. But I can't say no to anything bacon. So I didn't know if like, well, how about, because like bacon salt, I didn't, it says bacon salt was like a fad that launched in 2007. I thought bacon salt, I thought we had that that in like 94. I thought we had like, I thought that we had, maybe I'm just thinking of bacon bits. I thought bacon salt was like, I thought, I thought that was already a thing for a long time. So the next one is gummy bacon. And it says it's just like gummy bears or gummy worms, but it looks like bacon. Is it like, I guess, bacon-flavored gummy stuff? Yeah. Bacon. I'd, here's the thing. I'd try some of them. I'd yeah. really like to try. I would a try. Sugar, I'm, I'm, imagine a sugar-free gummy bacon. Not, like, not, like, not even reading beforehand. I, I would try almost anything bacon. How, yeah. how bad could it be? How about bacon vodka, though? Yep. I'd try it. Being a Bloody Mary, you put bacon, bacon vodka in a Bloody Mary. There was a thing I read once that was smoked salmon vodka. Yeah, and it was I've, made um, specifically for Bloody Marys. I've heard that before. Oh, yeah. Here's a please. genius one. Yes, please. How about bacon flavored like envelopes? I call them envelopes, but on like a ba- like you lick the envelope, it's bacon flavored. That's genius. That's both gonna say yes to that. I think only like oh, the oh. Queen of England calls oh. it an envelope. There's bacon fl- it's the next one says bacon flavored floss and toothpicks. Sorry, I didn't mean to <sighs> Bacon wristbands. You like I think I don't know if there's a slap like bear, the, bra- a slap, slap band bear. yes yeah um bacon soap I've seen that before bacon A's I I wouldn't want bacon soap because there's a thing with like yeah it seems a little weird. you have how often do you like grow your beard out how often is like your no, beard longer my than beard that? grows like it takes me like four months to grow even a deal I just can't grow a beard or your hair long there's a thing when mm. they like when you did roast- it since February, this is how long, maybe March. Yeah, your hair is kind of like your hair is kind of long, but it's also more curly than long. I feel yeah. like if it was straightened out, you'd have a lot more hair than you like. It looks like. Yeah, my hair is it gets pretty curly. Uh what was the question? I don't know. There, uh, we're just going. Oh, That's bacon pretty, soap. Was it bacon yeah, soap? Bacon soap. Yeah, there's a thing with like bacon smells good for the first twenty minutes, mm-hmm. but it's just like a campfire when it gets in your hair. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want it out of there in a day, and it stays for like three days. There was, I remember, there used to be a magazine. Uh, I can't remember if it was Max. There used to be Maxim magazine, and there was like FHM. I yeah. don't know what the initials meant, but they were like guy, magazines for men. I'm pretty sure one, I know Maxim, Maxim and Playboy both got taken over by women, and they ruined them. Now they're the same magazine. Now they're like, Maxim never had naked girls in it, but yeah. it had funny things. It had cool things in it. They had this section called... A small section. It was only like a third of a page. It was called bacon porn. Yeah. And every month, you know, every issue had something like an art, an item to do with bacon. It had bacon ice cream. There's like a bacon wallet, a wallet that looked like bacon, bacon lollipops. Maxim. I remember that. Maxim and FHM, I think, were like the male equivalents of like Seventeen magazine. Yeah. They'd have like a, instead of having like a a shirtless, handsome guy, they'd have like a, a hot chick in a bikini. But it was never like... It was never really revealed. You never saw like a no, nipple. It wasn't or you never naked saw girls. like a, yeah. I, the reading was like probably a little more entertaining than Playboy, but you, you couldn't see any nipple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, it was it was like a. Uh, but they were pretty good, and I guess then, yeah, it was a Playboy light. It was never. It, no. I don't even know if they exist anymore. I remember no, those I kids. I don't think. I, I don't honestly. I they like even Playboy basically. Like I said, the Maximum Playboy both got taken over by like. 
own now they're owned by like Playboy's Hughes daughter, and there's no oh. naked girls in it or anything. Which I, I don't need. You know, we have the internet. <laughs> I don't need. We don't this need. Anymore. We don't need a Playboy. But at the end of the day, yeah, like I don't know. You still kind of ruined it. So good luck. Root way to. It'd be like it's like McDonald's not selling hamburgers. If McDo- if McDonald's only sold McSalad yeah. shakers. <laughs> good to know your old man's rolling in a grave. <laughs> Whatever bitch, Hef- Hefner's daughter is. Oh well. I'm gonna roll on to the. Uh, yeah, All right. let's move on. <laughs> today, so today is the next, oh, it's the next episode, uh, another episode of, uh, the greatest band in the, uh, another the fan fucking universe. Showcase. Liquor and poker, our band. So we, uh, after the commercial break, which means you'll have to stick around to hear us play the best songs you're ever going to hear in your life. The greatest so, hit. We are kind of doing a greatest hits episode because yeah. we have so many albums. It's not greatest it's, hits. It's greatest hits. Oh, you know, I always thought it'd be funny if a band would do a greatest hit, like say greatest hits, but like make it one word somehow and make us make it also be like greatest shits, greatest <laughs> yeah. hits, like somehow like great shits, great. Gra- anyway, um, so I have a question for you: What did Jim Morrison, Vince Neil, Liam Gallagher, and John Lydon all, the singer of the Sex Pistols, what do they all have in common? Would you call them? Johnny, who do you call Johnny Rotten? John Lydon. That's oh, is that like, his real name? Yeah. Oh. Johnny Rotten. You're right. What's? I should have said Johnny Rotten, but I don't know. What do they all have in common? Yeah. I I don't have any idea. Here's what they have in common. Yes. They can't play an instrument, and they can barely sing worth a damn. But they are all filthy rich rock star frontmen. I mean, those guys were basically as much of drunken assholes on stage as they could be. But that's why people go to their fucking shows. They love them. The more they sucked, the more they were liked. I mean, look at Jim. Jim Morrison's like legendary, and he barely got through his best gigs. He was a fucking drunken mess. Vince Meal. Vince Meal. <laughs> Is that I what mean, you call him now? Yeah. He's chunky. Yeah. I mean, he was okay in the '80s, I suppose. But like, and like, like Liam Gallagher from Oasis. His brother sang even better. Wrote, did all the work. Wrote like wrote the songs. Liam was terrible. Even I, that's the thing with like Oasis. I don't follow no. any of it because I really don't care about the music. And also that like the drum between uh, the Gallagher brothers. Yeah, there's only and one Gallagher one, I care about. And he the breaks sing- He was just a singer. Like he did. You know, he just sang. Like the other guys, he had no. Most of these guys just didn't understand what it takes to like learn an instrument. You know, like the dedic. They had. They just. Did drugs, got drunk, sat, half-assed it through a show, and people fucking loved it. So, like, here's, like, Marilyn Manson's kind of a... He's turning into that, apparently. Uh, I can't say that about us. Like, Alice Cooper's awesome, because he, he's, like, the king of it all. He Like, Marilyn Manson and, uh, you know, is very much influenced by Alice Cooper. But his, but his voice sounds like a dying goat. I mean, you, literally, you don't listen... Like, he's not a great singer, but it fucking works. But like, kind of, I guess, like what the point is I'm getting to is, you don't even have to be good to be a rock star. No, nope. you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta it. be unique and you gotta yeah. sell it. Yeah, exactly. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be an asshole, go fucking all out. Yeah, like be a complete douche. You can't but have like, a plan like you B. Be make it as intentional as you can, and then people will freaking love you. I have like, I'm gonna get to some here in a little bit. I'm gonna get to I have my ten ways to be a rock star, because I am one. <laughs> I'm the you sing- am one. I am one. I am Poop Mouth. I am I'm the singer mouth. of Liquor and Poker. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is like, I'm trying to, th- I'm going to, I'm already a rock star. These are a list of people that are rock stars that suck. So I want to help 
how can you be as good as liquor and poker? How can, you know, there's two ways to do it. You can start young, picking up an instrument, working hard, learning it, you know, getting your way up. Yeah. Or you could just be a front man. Now, if you're not. Time out. Yeah. Are you sure you want to give away these tips for free? Or maybe like make this a, a pay-per-view event for you giving away all these these tips to make millions it. of dollars? I'm already. Because you're giving away, like, Levon, you're giving away a lot of information that I feel like We're people spend money on. We're already the greatest on. band in America, and yeah. we have the number one podcast What do we have? We don't time. need more money. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Plus, what we're getting you? so many royalties from, yeah. from, you know, the shit stats toilet that, I mean, I'm, I just... I don't got nothing. I can't even accept do something. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Do something for the less fortunate. That's this very is a kind of totally you. educational episode. So wow. pay attention, and you just listen. You have a deep heart. Yes, this guy. I always think of like Mr. Rogers. It's over easy here. to just go. The trick is don't don't waste your time learning an instrument. You're never gonna be. You're not gonna be Hendrix. It's it's just accept it. Be the singer. Even a lousy singer in a lousy band still gets first chick. You know, they the babes go to the singer. That's just science. The hottest chicks in any crowd want to fuck the singer. So there's that. And the way to do it nowadays, it's tricky now because a good gimmick, before you're ever famous, your videos go up on YouTube. So people see shit before you, you know. It used to be you could, it used to, like when, when you were, when you did stuff, you'd go, like it'd be word of mouth. So people would want to go to the show to see it. But now if it's on YouTube, People don't have to go to your show. They just go online. So you got to try to be that guy. Don't let a fucking cell phone into that. I don't care if you're playing at a bar with three people. You take, you just take their cell phones and stomp on them and throw them out. You know, flush them in the toilet. That's rule one. Be that stomp guy. on all cell phones. Yes. Rule one, stomp, stomp on cell phones. On. This ain't even my first rule. Ain't even part of my rules, but that's just... Oh, like, that's just a freebie. No. But uh, yeah, you know what? I'll get to the rules because technically, you tell you what, that is rule one. Rule, rule one... <laughs> Hold on. Rule one to be a singer. Or, God damn it. <laughs> rule one to be a rock star is to be the singer. Singers, singers get to the perks. And they, a singer, you don't got to be the best. You don't even got to be like the best singer. You just got to be the best singer in your band. I mean, if, if your guitar sings better than you, you need to like find a new guitarist. Yeah. Or quit and join another band that can't sing. The singers get the chicks. They get the best drugs. And they don't have to practice. So... Rule, here's my rule number two. Skimp on the lyrics. <laughs> the lyrics don't have to make sense. In fact, the less sense they make, the better. Just rush them at the last minute. Let your band make all those... Like, let the band make the song. Just sing stupid shit over it. Use big words from a dictionary to fill the gaps. Rush it, rhyme it, and rock it. And then when you're asked wow. about what do these lyrics mean, keep them interpretive, quote-unquote, so you don't have to explain shit. That's another one. Why spend an hour writing a poetic, meaningful song when you can just throw words that sound good with a groove and it's poetry? Rule number three, drummers are always replaceable. If you're a drummer, then you got to accept this and just yield accordingly. If you're not a drummer, then you got to pound this knowledge into your drummer's head. Make him lug most of the gear, make him drive gig to gig, and just keep in mind that they are usually the strongest and physically, like, physically can't fall asleep drumming anyway so they can handle the abuse also keep in mind they are like i said they're the strongest they might uppercut you and knock you out if you give them too much shit drummers they can't sing 
If they could sing, they wouldn't be a drummer. Replaceable. <laughs> okay. Rule number four. Every tattoo is a tragic story. Rock stars are supposed to have a tragic past. No matter how happy your tattoo looks, make up a fake tearjerker backstory about it. If you can't afford real tattoos, just put on a just do a fakie. Get a disposable one before the gig. You can wash it off later and do the exact same thing. I mean, your fans will be too fucked up to notice anyway. So yeah, you you gotta have tattoos and they have a tragic backstory just in case you're asked. Because if you just say, oh, it's just a tattoo, well, then you don't sound like a rock star. Also, ripped jeans and eyeshadow are a definite bonus points. I'm going to keep going. You gotta, if you got anything to add, like any of these. Oh, I thought this was yeah, a monologue. Just, it is. It is. So I'm just gonna, I'm just letting you know you can interrupt me at any time, but it better be worth it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to hang you're out. You're a guitarist, so you're replaceable. I'm just going to. I yeah. have been replaced many times. <laughs> I listened I listened to the last episode. Oh, like, yeah. oh wow, that's actually really good. It's yeah. definitely not me playing. Okay. <laughs> Rule number five, and this is a real rule. Like this is, I've read this from other people. Never shit on a tour bus, because that'll stink up the bus till it's emptied, and nobody has the time or a place to empty it on tour. Ignoring this vice is the quickest way to get fired from a band. Period. That's a rule. That's a. Trust me. I've totally yeah. Rule number six, be punk. If you're listening to this, then I assume you're gonna sound like shit. A bad rock band sounds like a bad rock band. A bad punk rock band sounds like a punk rock band. Put punk, put punk, pr- punk. Put Dr. Punk, Steve Brule over here. <laughs> put punk in front of whatever you do until you get better at it. Punk folk, punk Afrobeat, punk jazz, whatever. It's a get out of jail free card. Just stay, or you can just stay punk so you can just party and play hungover instead of practicing. Rule number seven. Two for the chicks, one for the dudes. That's the song order when you're playing live. Girls want to dance, guys want to headbang. But guys also want chicks. You play one song to get the ladies there. Play another song to keep the ladies there and shaking their asses. Then you play a hard rocker to keep the band and the hardcore fans complacent. Keep that vibe throughout a show, and you and the band are drinking for free all night. That actually makes a lot of sense. Rule number eight, kit cars. Rock stars drive Ferraris and Lamborghinis. That's just a fact. Now, of course, you can't even come close to affording one of those. But you buy a used Miata and a fiberglass Lamborghini Diablo body swap, all the chicks and 65% of the guys, they won't know the fucking difference. Remember, looking the part is half the battle of becoming the part. Until then, you fucking cheat. Kit cars. That'll make you a rock star. All right. Rule number nine. You gotta have a hot chick girlfriend and a puppy at your merch table. <sighs> chicks wanna cuddle with the puppy, and guys wanna play with the chicks. Well, puppies. They will wait in line to do it, and they'd be an asshole to wait in line just to look at a girl's boobs and not buy anything. So what do they do? They buy stuff. Even if you have to hire a stripper at a merch table, I guarantee you'll triple the sales of that death metal band's table over there with Fatso running it. All right, last Last one. Rule number 10. Always be the center of attention. If a band playing before you or after you sucks worse, <laughs> you know, worse than you, then just sit there at the bar and let them bomb. But if the band's playing is better than you, and I'm going to assume they are, then <laughs> do stuff on the other side of the bar that draws the focus away from them to you. Sing acapella, have acapella. your drummer 
kindergarten piss in a corner, start a bar brawl, whatever it takes. Even if you piss people off, you'll be the ones remembered. And that's rock and roll. That's my 10 rules. I'll tell you what, I have a free tip here too. Oh. Don't wear platform boots. Because ah. yeah, you'll be the tallest and coolest looking dude on stage for All one right. show. But then your bandmates will wear platform boots too. And by the time the whole band's real, like wearing them, you'll realize how annoying they are. And it's, what's the point of wearing pat? Like you're not taller than anybody. You're already up on a stage anyway. You're taller than a crowd. And once your band starts wearing platform boots, you're not taller than... But if you could convince everybody that they're cool, and then you switch it up, once you got, like, everybody... If if you're a four-piece, and you've convinced the other three people that, like, platform boots are cool, yeah. and then you come out in, like, really cool shoes, then you'll know, like, oh, all of a sudden, I'm cool, and these guys look like lames. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. It's not... I, don't, I just wouldn't recommend it. That's a good free that's tip. That's why I don't have it as a rule, because... Yeah, that's hey, a free hey, tip. That's a free uh, tip. Free tip. Yeah. That's the name of our album. That's the name, our, our, that's the name of our first liquor and poker porn. How? We don't make porns. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Yeah. We're rock stars. We don't make porns. We just have online <laughs> sex videos that leak. All right. We don't have hey, those either. We got to go to a commercial break. So uh, I guess let's do that. And we'll pick this awesomeness up when we get back. So. Come on, Lomit! Got an important job interview coming up? Maybe a blind date. Perhaps a long cross-country flight. These situations and many others are no time and place to have uncontrollable gas. Until now. Introducing the all-new Flatusense Anal Capsule. The latest in fart smell eliminating products. Just one of these small yet potent capsules inserted into the anus will wage war on gas for hours. Each one is bioengineered to coat your ass with an assortment of odor-masking enzymes and they give your arse the arsenal it needs to turn an uncomfortable and embarrassing moment into something truly pleasurable. sense may not be for everyone. Yeah, it is. So be sure to contact your physician prior to purchase. Fuck your physician. If you should experience cramps, you won't. constipation, you won't. or rectal bleeding, then go see your doctor immediately. And be sure to only use the recommended doses. Then add about five more. So if you've been avoiding being around friends and loved ones, or just people in general due to your anal artillery, then there's no need to make a stink. Just purchase a pack of Flatusense anal capsules and go kick some ass. Flatusense. It just makes sense. Man, nothing sucks worse than running out of pot. But it's all cool, man. Just swing on over to Pottsburg Dispensary. And we'll hook you up with the best bud you're going to find anywhere around here, man. I'm talking like all natural, local grown stuff. Any kind of smoke you want, we got it. You want Seneca Soul Snatcher? Dude, we got it. You want Mind Eraser? Got that too, bro. Can't feel my finger, Kush? Oh yeah, we got it. We even got my favorite, the Lights Out Stout. Yeah, so, like, you know, come down to Pottsburg Dispensary, and dude, I'll hook you up. I'll get you the best shit you're gonna smoke for the best price you're gonna find anywhere. So yeah, once again, Pottsburg 
Dispensary, located right downtown Pittsburgh, PA. Okay, man, later, bro. You just got the kids on the bus for school. Didn't have time to make your own breakfast at home, so you got fast food and coffee on the way to work. Now you have 15 minutes to get to the office when suddenly you have to crap. Now, if you stop at a gas station on the way, you're late and the boss is pissed. But if you don't, well, let's face it, we all have scenarios like this one. If only we could use the restroom while we drive. Well, now you can with the all-new Road Commode. From the makers of the Shit Stats Toilet, the Road Commode looks and functions just like an ordinary car seat, but made of an easily cleanable polymer foam and with a gaping hole in the center seat cushion that empties right out of the floor of the vehicle. Using it is as simple as pulling down your pants and letting gravity do the work. Wipe, disinfect your hands, and that's it all while driving your car, saving you time and money. I used to have accidents in my pants at least once a week, but not now with my new road commode. It's a lifesaver. So don't risk another highway pants problem and upgrade your vehicle with the road commode now. Made by Onda John and Crap Rig. We're number one in number two. And we are back. And as I stated earlier, you lucky listeners are going to hear us go into some of our greatest, greatest tits of liquor and poker. And without further ado, here is our 1973 classic Courtesy Flush. It is our song. So here it is. Potty humor for you. I think you can all relate to this one. Don't deny it. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, yeah. I was minding my own, riding this tune in an undisclosed public restroom. In comes a stranger, makes himself unknown. Ignoring any danger, he makes himself at home. In need of inspiration He was bleeding from the constipation Till he lost control He broke the seal His toilet bowl became a battlefield The air got it heavy The smell was ripe Like a turkey you could cut it with a knife I don't want to take a grown man to task You should know, man, I shouldn't have to ask There's nowhere to run, nowhere You ask too much All I'm asking for is Courtesy flush, yeah 
sitting on the john, shitting at work. When comes in some big fat jerk, he sits on a commode right next to me. Then he explodes on a toilet seat. I had this throne room all to myself. Now it's all thrown into a living hell. Yeah, my God, it stinks so bad it hurts. The Lysol spray, man, only makes it worse. I need a miracle. I need a favor. He needs a new roll of toilet paper. Come on, man, help a brother out. Once again, yeah, don't make me shout. There's nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Smells like hair, like somebody died. Your ass won the war, your ass is too much. All I'm asking for is courtesy flush. That was our song, uh, Courtesy Flush, with, that was off of our album, Gruesome Head Wound, Oh, and that was, actually, that was me playing, uh, Paul wasn't in the band at the time. I was not. Uh, what the hell was you doing at that time? You, uh, you know impressive. what? I denounced my citizenship to the United States, and I, I, uh... That's right. Yeah. Yeah, didn't what you get, I like, did, like Vietnam or something, or Sweden, Sweden. That's I what was, it was in Sweden. Yeah, totally. And I guess during the during the early seventies, I was serving in the Swedish army. Yeah, you did that to get out of Vietnam. That's what it was. <laughs> I don't want to say why. I don't want to say why. <laughs> hey, if Hendrix can do it, we can do it. Well, so, we did. Uh, yeah. Um, so you weren't in the band for a few years there. So that was Aaron Schultze. Playing uh, guitar in that song? No relation. No, no relation. Weirdly, and you can tell like you could tell the songs that he plays in because they're uh, better. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> I don't. Like, I'm the singer, so I can't give any any band member too much credit. You got velvet voice. Yeah, the velvet yeah. voice sells the band. Yeah. Um. So courtesy flush. Uh. It's definitely an autobiographical, like, uh, autobiographical, 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 biographical. You say it. I, I, can't. I just did. Yeah. It's definitely that to me because I work, I wrote that song on a toilet at work because there's two shitters beside each other and you cannot go take a shit at work without somebody. I swear there's predators at work. There, I know there's a guy. I know the boots. There's a guy I cannot go take a crap without him coming and sitting down beside me and going too. Like he he like waits for somebody to go in and then he just follows behind him and Is lights he trying it to up. like show off. I don't know. I used to put there was a while for like before I, people caught on to it. So what I used to do like I'd go to take a dump at work. I'd grab a spare <sighs> pair of pants and I'd spare boots and I'd put the I'd shut the other door before I went in the other like before I went in to take a crap in the other toilet. I put the pants and the boots and shut the door so it looked like both bathrooms are occupied. But then it, I mean, it was pretty obvious if you looked and then people did. I always want to do, 
I want to do the pranks at work. I want to do. I want to put the plastic wrap over the other toilet and oh. just wait in there till the other guy shits. Like what the fuck? Get gets it all over him. And the other one I want to do is uh, someday when I have to like engineer when the Lysol spray is done. Yeah, I want to cut the bottom out and like put the the spray nozzle. I want the I want that fart spray nozzle mm. to go up in so the person that like goes thinks they're like clearing the air and it just fart sprays all over the place. It makes it like way worse. Sounds like a hard job. Yeah. So uh okay, we've talked enough about that. So Yeah, we hey, really did. <laughs> it's time for our second song. Uh this is another one of Schultze and I duetting. I guess you well, no, duetting's just singing, huh? It's just me and Schultze rocking this one out. This is uh, the song's called Buffet, The American Way. And here it is. Oh, I'm fucking hungry. In fact, I'm starving. So hungry, I'm gonna bitch about right now. And it's dinner time, and there's nothing here to eat. And both walls and cupboards and the fridge are all empty. Well, I'm hungry as hell, and I've been feeling that way all day. Time to find a seat at the all-you-can-eat buffet. Hey, it's the American way. I'm looking for a place that I can gorge with no disgrace. Where I can fill my plate and stuff my big fat face I won't eat a whole lot for the little bit of bucks I pay I'm gonna lay waste at the all-you-can-eat buffet Yeah, it's the American way All right, 
That was Buffet, The American Way, off of our album Birthing Hips. <laughs> and, man, you can't deny that's a true tune, because we sure do live in a gluttonous country and time. God bless America. Me included. What about uh, buffets and strip clubs? I've, I've always heard that. Is that like a myth? I don't know. I've never been to a strip club. No, <laughs> that's sad. I've been to strip clubs, but I've never been to a buffet one. I've never. I, I don't. My like, I know in my head that would be terrible. Like, who? How would you want to eat? Be eating food with strippers like in front of you. But there's also a part of me that says, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah, I feel like there's a thing of like, you get the gluttony and lust and like every like, if you can get all like the sins out in like one yeah. spot, that's a that's a pretty okay spot. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just don't even know where else to go from that. Um, hey, I do I do know something. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this real quick, and I'll be right back. All right. Well, let's uh, let well let's go to the um, today's beer plug. So, I really didn't have a beer today to plug. I I went like, I technically we could plug Moosehead. Let's just do both. Let's do a comparison. Here, uh, well we all know like. Well, here's the thing. I'm not drinking Moosehead. Yeah, I'm I drinking bat. It's hockey day, guys. Let's do that. Well, this is what we'll do with it because I have our beer plug today. Is the how do you how would you? It's I Mexican, think it's Tecate. Tecate. I've only listened. Tecate. I've only heard it said on like TV. I've never yeah. actually said those words. I just until bought right a pounder now. of it at the beer distributor, so we had something to review today. And it, it, it's just a standard. I mean, it's not American. It's well, let's see. It's probably fucking Anheuser Busch made. Probably made in America, but advertised like it's in. Mexico. It's like a cerveza. Yeah. Honestly, when I see this, here I'll read it. Or go ahead. When I, when I see Tecate or Tecati, however you say it, yeah. I think of like boxing. Yeah, I think it's like the beer of boxing. So here's it's here's what it says on it. It's an authentic, full flavored lager. Tecate is the bold taste of Mexico. For over seventy years, we've brewed our beer for those born with an appreciation for crisp flavor, quality ingredients, and originality. We brewed it for those who are born bold. But it basically so is Bud Light. And that's what it, it just seems like a Mexi- uh, Mexican version of insert standard American lager here. So how about like for my review, I'll try to I have I have some of this Tecate and I have a Moosehead lager, which is brewed in Canada. And it's probably owned by Labatt. Anyway, so I'll try to see if I think one's better than the other. I'm drinking Moosehead right now. That's what I've been drinking for the better part of the day. Just opened a Tecate. Tecate. I'll take a swig of it. I think of Tecate as like UFC fighting. Like just general like Yeah. The Tecate the, the Tecate tastes better right now, but it's mostly because it's colder. I just pulled it out of the fridge and it's but it's easier to drink. It's like a little lighter. You know what? I'm gonna give this let me drink a little bit more of this. Yeah, Tecate where are you gonna go with this? I'm intrigued to see if you get give it three stars or three stars. It ain't too bad. And I'm judging it by like it's so different. It's been such a long time since I had to like a judge just a standard yeah, type of beer. That's the thing. It's 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 very basic. But it's good. I don't know the price. See, I don't know what I paid for this. I wouldn't pay I wouldn't pay more for this than a case of Coors. No. But it's as good as Coors. You know what? So I don't know what I judge it. Right now, I mean taste I mean uh it's at least a four. I I'd say a four. I mean ta- I like the taste. I could see crushing a keg of this, but I wouldn't it's just probably pr- when it comes to this you know, sometimes why is Bud Light better than Bush Light? Maybe because it's $2 cheaper or the other way around. You know what I mean? It's just that type of beer. 
price is a thing. Like the, usually the beers we review, price isn't an issue. If you want to drink a good IPA, you just fucking buy it, you know. So I don't know. Uh, I I don't know, but I hey, I'm drinking it. It's better than Bud Light. You're leaning towards four though. Yeah, I, Dang, that's it tastes high. pretty good. That's high. It, it tastes. I feel like I could drink a lot of it and get drunk. And this style of beer, that's what it's for. Okay. Having said that, we do got to get into our next song here. Uh, oh, yeah, we're really... This is... I like this song. This is our song called In-Laws. Ah, this is a good one. This yeah. one I'm in. This is me. Yes, this is us. This is the original band. This is... Yeah. In-Laws. Give her a listen. Right fucking now. Pause. 
And stepkids suck too. All right. That was In-Laws. Uh, that was from our album, Never Trust a Russian. And mm. hey, it's just a joke song. Or is it? It's definitely not. It's definitely <laughs> based on a true story. Based on true in-laws. Yeah. Um, oh, here's something I do want to mention too before we forget. So this season, me and Paul have a signed lyric book. These lyrics, it's going to be worth a lot of money. It's a nice book. And we're auctioning it off for beer. If you want a signed lyric sheet from Liquor the Band of Liquor and Poker, go on our Facebook page, the Podcastration ba- Facebook page. We're going to start the auction off at a six-pack of beer. And whoever... <laughs> <laughs> that came out of nowhere. And whoever offers us the most beer gets the lyric sheet. Hey, give it... Basically, you come to my house with a keg of beer, it's yours. It's signed. It might have a few other surprises in it. It's going to be worth a lot of money someday. What could those and surprises be? I yeah. hope it's not drugs. Might be some tampons. Might be some uh, coupons. Might be... Uh, some, I don't know. Might be termites. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, so the end of... The, whoever offers us the most beer and fucking delivers it to my house... By the end of uh, season two of Podcastration, it's yours. Post the bids on Facebook page right now. Don't fuck around. So there's that. Brooke has something to say. So the reason I couldn't go look up that Yager fact was because I'm sitting here reading Chuck Norris Longer and Harder. It's a novel about Chuck Norris filled with all factual information. Since it's COVID season... Here's one. It says, leading hand sanitizers claim they kill 99.9% of germs. Chuck Norris can kill 100% of whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> that joke's pretty good. Then, that is a good one. Um, this one completely broke me <laughs> at the beginning of the episode here. If you play Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven backward, you'll hear Chuck Norris banging your sister. <laughs> Pretty damn <laughs> that's really good. Oh, God. That's the end of another Liquor and Poker episode. I'm completely dead but weight for this we, podcast, guys. Before we end this, I we got to end on our band plug. And I haven't done this for a while. I haven't, we, you know, I usually try to, I try to get the attention to the newer indie bands that we like that really need to help. Because being, obviously, being a band nowadays is tough work. Not for us, but for everyone else. Yeah. Well, it's we, hard getting you know, gigs. But I also said, like, beginning of last season, every once in a while, I do want to plug an underrated band. It's always, you know, been way overshadowed by their peers. So today I want to plug King's X. Now, amongst musicians, it's if you look, like, look up on the internet, I guess nowadays they're considered a classic band and they're finally getting their due. But they're a late 80s, early 90s band. Well, that's when they started and they, you know, still to this day they make music. And uh, they made some great classic albums and almost... Every, almost every band will cite these guys as extremely underrated. They're really, they should have been like Jane's Addiction. They should have been well before Nirvana been, you know, considered the grunge forefathers. But King's X, check them out. I mean, they're not for everyone, but I think they're cool. They're a three-piece band from Texas. Uh, check out their, their classics, The Gretchen Goes in Nebraska. I like their Ear Candy and, you know, a bunch of other ones. Dogman's a good one. Dogman's is like Dogman albums like a heavier, grungier sound from them. It's they they're like they're not hard rock. 
don't know, they're, they're a good groove rock band. Their singer, Doug Penick, is like a great singer, but he's like, they do a lot of grooving. Him and the drummer just groove, and then the guitarist just does these cool, like, super, especially if, if they're a good band to smoke weed to. They, they just got shit nailed down. So check them out. Or, or don't. You, or you can go fuck yourself. I don't care. <laughs> Eat shit and die. Whatever you want to do. So that's the end of this episode. We calling it. Yeah. Good. And yeah, we're gonna <laughs> go. We're gonna watch this Penguins game and Penguins. It's dark enough. Let's roll, guys. Peace out. I can't. I can't believe how many times I forget things. Well, what do you know? We ran out of time.